Welcome to the new season of the Football Fill-In. The new Premier League campaign is bang underway and we are going to fill you right in on anything that you need to know. Okay, to start the show, we've got a lovely giveaway for you guys. I've got a uh, signed pair of my brand new gloves, actually. Um, all you've got to do to win these little bad boys is get yourself over to the Football Fill-In Facebook page. The, the link in the description down below. Go click it. Make sure you comment on a post, follow. You know what to do. Somebody's going to win those bad boys. Right, boys, how are we? You okay? Good, yeah, yeah, ready to go. How do you enjoy the weekend? Fantastic. Great that the Premier League's up and running. It's nice, isn't it? How much have you missed it? Loads. Uh, yeah, loads. And I thought that there were some good games, and I think it's really interesting apart from City. Same old, same old, basically. Yeah, you just got to take them out of it, haven't you, really? Well, we'll talk about them in a minute. We're going to start with, though, uh, the big game on Sunday, Chelsea-Liverpool, and that's not disrespecting Brentford-Liverpool, uh, Brentford-Tottenham, because that was a decent game, actually. Uh, but we've got to go for the, for the Chelsea-Liverpool game. Um, There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm going to start with you, Watto. Give me what you thought of the game. Yeah, I was really surprised, actually. It was a, a quite an open game. I weren't expecting the kind of ping-pong how the game panned out, to be honest with you. Um, both teams really went for it. I think Liverpool would probably be a little bit more disappointed. I thought they were a little bit unlucky with Salah's effort, obviously offside goal and, and what have you. I thought they had the momentum and could have won the game. But if you go the other way, I think what I said last week on the show... I think Pochettino's got some magic in him and obviously they've got great players but I think he's a great manager and I think I he'll like get something from him. Passion. Did you see him like when they scored the goals and he gives it that? Did your phone just ping them, by the way? No. Whose was it? Not mine. Not mine. Like it, somebody's pinged. It weren't mine, honestly. Somebody's. It's Tom's. That's unbelievable. We're like three Sorry. minutes. We're three minutes into new football film. Anyway, um, you've got a little interesting theory, haven't you, about a certain midfielder that would improve both of those teams? Yeah, there's been a lot of um, chat, obviously, um, throughout the window, I think, really, that uh, Casado were going to leave Brighton. It looked as though he were set for Liverpool. Um, and then, obviously, it looks like Chelsea are trying to hijack the deal, which is fair play, because I think you watched the game today and as I described earlier, the game's ping-pong, ping-pong, ping-pong. I think if you've got a holding midfield player that frees five in front of him, then I think he could stabilise him a little bit better uh, and it would probably have made one of them two teams a little bit more solid today. If you were Kai Sader, Mark, who would you rather go to, Liverpool or Chelsea? Uh, I'd go to Liverpool having watched the game. Uh, I think that when the when the te- I think something ridiculous like this is the fifth draw in a row or something yeah. that these played. Uh, Four hundred and thirty-eight minutes the, the, when the first goal went in between these two teams before a goal was scored. And, well, that's really interesting because exactly because when I saw the team news came out, I was like, "There's definitely going to be goals." You look at that midfield of Liverpool with McAllister, Sabozli, and Gakpo. He looked good. I liked him. 
but there's no there was no defensive cover there so they had you knew they were going to go on the front foot and then Chelsea sort of had to come out of themselves because Liverpool scored first Um, I think Chelsea need a midfielder but Casido Liverpool haven't got one so if I was Casido and I think Klopp's a better coach than Poch I'd be like I'm going straight into that team I'm going to be the Casemiro of that team and I'm going to play every week and they haven't got anybody else so I just think I'm really surprised I mean, I think he changes his mind a lot, doesn't he? Because he, he, but you know, I, I think Liverpool would be the better club for him. Do you know what I think it is? Honestly, I think it's the fact of living in London as opposed yeah. to living in Liverpool. I bet you. I bet. No, you I, th- I, I think it, we, we've had this debate time and time again, haven't we? The London lifestyle yeah. is going to be much more of a draw without being disrespectful to to Manchester. It's, yeah, sure. exactly that. It's not. It's not like Liverpool. It's not Manchester. It's living up north as opposed to living down in London. That. Also, though, speaks a little bit about what his mentality is like. Is if that's what draws him, do you know what I mean? Because money's not going to be a factor here. Both teams are going to pay him an absolute shed load of money here. But it's a little bit worrying if a player is going to choose it just for the bright lights of London. Well, it's really weird as well, isn't it? Because Liverpool have offered more money. Chelsea haven't offered the money as far as we know yet. They probably they might have done by now. I, but, I think... but the reality is, it's um, you know he's he's still going for Chelsea. He'll be a really good player for Chelsea. Nice. I just think Liverpool's the right. That would would be the better move personally because Chelsea have got Enzo, they, they want Lavia as well. It'd be really good for Chelsea, but I just think Liverpool are crying out for him. I think it? Liverpool yeah. need him, especially um, because Van Dijk and Kanate look like they're getting exposed. Obviously, yeah, but Robertson and Trent yeah. they're like flyers, aren't they? If you don't have that control in there, I think they might be looking at another centre half, especially if they don't get the midfield player. Uh, what do you think of Sanchez and goal for Chelsea? Yeah. Was that a surprise for you? Was that a surprise that he was starting? Uh, not really, not really, but like it, all the talk this week is obviously, unfortunately, Courtois has got a bad one at Real Madrid, so um, it looks like Aribazagla is going to be off there. So as soon as that talk started earlier in the week, unfortunately, with uh, Courtois getting injured in training, I think it were a, a no-brainer that he's going to be in. W- what kind of money they're going to try and hope to recoup in terms of the world record fee? Yeah, 70-odd mil. I'm not quite sure they're going to get half of that back, but... It'd be interesting to see. I think um, the, the the main compliment I could pay to Sanchez is I completely forgot he was making his debut, and then until he made that mistake in the second yeah, half, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't notice a goalkeeper, he was that. obviously doing a good job, yeah. wasn't he? And I thought Allison was brilliant. I mean, he made some big same saves same as well. Way. So no, I think Sanchez settled in quite nicely. You didn't notice him. Really well, he was certainly aggressive on the start positions, but yeah. Allison's so quick in the off the oh, line. Yeah, Honestly, anybody gets. A sniff being through on goal. Yeah. They don't see the goal, do they? They just see his shirt. <laughs> it was a shame in the game because at the end, when Mudrick ran through, I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to score. And they didn't show a replay. So no. I, I didn't see what happened. I, I imagine Alisson's position really made it difficult for him. It's exactly he owed, what happened. He's, yeah. he's on him straight away. Yeah. His position was fantastic. He drove him out wide. He ne- didn't sell himself or anything. He stayed up as long as he possibly could. By the time he's pushed out wide, it, it, it died, Action's finished, it? Yeah. tried to cut it back, got cleared out. It's as simple as that. I love it, Alisson. Yeah, um, I was a little bit surprised. I thought I thought he might play Kepa for the first game or two or three, but no, he's just gone, no. Sanchez, you're my goalie, clean. Same as like Fabianski and Ariola for West Ham at the weekend. A little bit surprised about that. For life as a goalkeeper, though. Where yes. are we putting these two? Do we think... I know it's only game one, but I, I, was, I was actually quite impressed and I, I actually said, I think they're back. Back in the sense that last season was terrible. I think they're back in the race for top four, both of them. I'm not putting them in it, 
But like from where they were last yeah, year, no, sure. they, I think I, last next two weeks very important in the transfer window. But I think they both look a lot better. I went Chelsea as my dark horse to get in the top four, didn't I? So. I? I like Chelsea more than Liverpool. I didn't like Liverpool. I thought Chelsea were okay. I still think they might struggle to get top four. Liverpool are just still not happy with their front three. I'm not happy with Darwin. I'm not ha- happy with Gakpo. I'm not. I'm not having it. Um, you know, Nunes came on and he had that one where he had that touch and he could have. If he took a good yeah. touch and he got the shot off. It's a goal-scoring opportunity. Oh, I, th- I think McAllister will be disappointed in his passing to him. For the quality of him, he's I still rolling. think if that's Mane or Firmino, I think that gets controlled and then dispatched. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't a perfect pass, but it was a terrible first touch. Yeah, true that. All right, let's move it on then. Uh, the other... Um, no, we're, yeah, we're going to go to Spurs. The other Sunday game, sorry. Spurs 2, uh, Brentford 2. Um, this was a good game, this, wasn't it? We enjoyed this one. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, look, Madison's a player that I'm not that hot on, and I was like sort of... I don't know about him, but um, he had a really good game. The player that stood out for me, Basuma. Yeah. I mean, at Brighton, he was so good. Yeah. Last year, he fell off a cliff. It, it missed, People talk about Casido. Yeah. He is the cliche. Yeah. He's like a new signing based on that. And I think that, you know, you buy all these players, but Spurs have basically got a player that they didn't use. And I thought, I thought Basuma. I mean, Madison was good. Spurs were. Li- I mean, we might talk about Richarlison, but. I thought Spurs looked a lot better and I think Harry Kane going is the right time. He's gotten the money. Yeah. That team needs to rebuild. It's going to be a tough season, but you know, stick with this manager and, and rebuild. Well, did Madison fill the number 10 shirt? Mm. Do you know what? Um, uh, do you know what he assist, is? Didn't he? Yeah, do you know sure. what he is, though? Do you know what he is? He's a bit like James Ward-Prowse for, for Southampton, yeah? He will get, he will get for Spurs this season 12, 13, 15 they look, assists. Look, I guarantee they look it. They looked a threat. Mate, the, the, the ball in for the first goal for Romero, right, yeah. is undefendable. Yeah. If you're a goalkeeper, right, and he's whipping that ball in there, he whips it so fast, right, with the inside of his foot. I don't think there's many... You're, you're not seeing it, There's you? not many people in world football that can whip a ball that fast with the inside mm-hmm. of your foot, right? And he whips it that fast, and I was thinking, oh, gosh, as a goalie, you can't do anything here. It's on top of you. You just hope you they miss it. it. Yeah. They have to miss it. And you can't come for it. So you have to just hope it doesn't go direct into your goal and try and make the save there. It was unbelievable. So I think he, I think he is a great signing for Spurs. I I think he would do really, really well. That's a good point for Spurs at Brentford. Yeah. I, pred- I predicted Brentford would win. They're so good at home. And I think Spurs, you know, they might be like, oh, it's a draw. But in context of the last two seasons, especially on opening day, yeah, no, that's sure. a really good And point. you can see that they're trying to evolve in the style of play and everything yeah. else. And obviously, all the talk's always been about Kane. And yes, you're going to miss them goals. The amount of goals he's scored... Is he going to come back in two, three, four years' time and sign for Tottenham or sign for whoever and manage to get that next 47. If he comes back, he's going to break the record, isn't he? It's how long he sustains it away from there. But I think if you're a Spurs fan, you're going to be quite optimistic today Mm. because you'd have thought Brentford could easily roll you over today. And I think from an outsider as well, and Spurs fans obviously take precedence, but as an outsider, when I think of Spurs, they're always an entertainment. And I think the last few years with Conte and Mourinho, boring. And Spurs are probably never going to win anything, but you flick it on match of the day and you go... They're going to play, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that that will be good for them. What I do say about the goals, though, I've been talking about this all weekend, and it might be enlightening to both of you. Why are we obsessed with Alan Shearer's goal record? Because the Premier League is just a rebrand. I read of this. Division I one. read this tweet. Yeah, it's I read ridiculous. this tweet. I'm with you, mate. I agree. Man United have won the title 20 times because they won Division Ones. Yeah. Have Liverpool only won the league once? Football it's, didn't start with the Premier League. You no, know. and, and this Shearer loves it. He, he's like, yeah, give me all the adulation. Jimmy Greaves is the top goal scorer of all time. He's got 100 more goals than bloody than Alan Shearer. Well, Kane's not catching him. No, he's not. So <clears> Kane is probably right to go to Bayern because the Premier League goal record is a bloody myth. It's like the Premier League Hall of Fame. Can we, can we so you're getting that. The what, sorry, the Premier, Premier League Hall of Fame. fame. For, for most saves. I've got most saves. Most goals conceded as well. 
Could get in there. Well, you're in then. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'll get in for something at least. Um, can we have a little conversation about Kane then? All right. I know it's all been said and all been spoke about, but I just want to talk about. Um, I, I, I still can't get my head around the fact, right, that he could have easily signed another four or five year contract at Tottenham, right, on four hundred grand a week, three hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah, crazy. Don't know where the Spurs could afford that. No, he could have done. I bet you. I bet you he could have done. It, it, even if it's three hundred, yeah, he could have signed another four or five year deal. He's guaranteed to break the Premier League scoring record, which you're not happy with, but either way, he's already settled down in London, yeah? Mm. He's just bought a brand new house, apparently somewhere near the Wentworth Golf Club. His family are there, he's got new babies on the way, all that kind of stuff. Why then would you go and... How many wives has he got? Did I say wives? You said babies. Babies. New babies on the way. I think, oh yeah, sorry, baby on the way, either way. Um, (laughs) He scores a lot of goals. I'm just trying to think, if you put yourself in that in that situation, right? Why would you want the upheaval? Why would you want to do that? You know what I mean? Status, trophies. I, I think we've we've mentioned it loads of times. He cannot do any more at that football club. I think he's he's been there in 19 years he's done, from a baby all the way through. He's a man of 30 years of age now, England captain, Tottenham superstar for sure, but won nothing. And I think he's took a step back and thought, new manager, new team... I need a new challenge now. And I want to be fair to these guys. Let's not have a season of, are you, aren't you, are you, aren't you? I'm going to get out of the way. Um, could he have arguably gone to a bigger club, as in in Spain, a potentially? Real a Real Madrid, United. a Barcelona. I don't think he's ever going to Man United because Levy wouldn't have it. So this it was a perfect solution. They get 100 million quid and he picks his team abroad. But I don't think the Spanish had the money for him. No. Um and I think he'll do unbelievable stuff. I liked Tuchel when he was Chelsea yeah. manager. I think he'll do good things there. Tottenham are not in the Champions League. He's, he yet. wants to be challenging himself. I, I, look, he's going he's gonna to win his first thing. They're going to win the Bundesliga, aren't they? For sure. But can Bayern Munich go and win the Champions League? That's the challenge he's setting himself. I watched Bayern last year against City. I thought they were the better team over both legs. Their centre-back and a lack of striker. Stinker, didn't they? Yeah. Kim Min-Jay's been bought and Harry Kane's been bought. They're doing the right thing. But a Spurs fan said this to me the other day, and it's spot on, that I said, if I was Harry Kane, I'll wait a year. I'll go anywhere I want. Premier League, probably Man United, Chelsea, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I earn a shitload more money because yeah, I'm free. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd do. And then a Spurs fan said to me, but at the end of the day, whether he's done it for the right reasons or not, You've got to hope that he's gone, if I do that, I'm shitting on Spurs. Mm. I'll go to Bayern, they'll get 100 million. Maybe he's done a really selfless thing, because if he did wait a year and, and went, I mean, you'd probably ruin your, your Spurs legacy, don't it's you? Not, I like these little opinions being put forward, because I, I don't think he... I, I know he wants to win stuff, yeah? But I don't think at the end of his career he's going to go, oh, buzzing, I won two Bundesliga, I won this. Because I don't think that's got to be... I think it has to be something else. There has to be something else. He'll come back, though, won't he? He will come back. In, I think in two or three years. Yeah, he'll come back. He's, right. 30, he's only 30 this year. Yeah. I think um, you'll find out as part of the deal it's already probably done. A little buyback clause. The, two, yeah, three years. I'd hope so. It's probably already done. Yeah. But I'm a, a bit like you, I agree. I think because it's been his team and he's got the affiliation and everything with it, he didn't want to walk away next summer and Tottenham get nothing because the and rebuild's going to be tough enough and without any money. it quite toxic this next season. Yeah, for sure. For sure if, yeah. if he just keeps playing and not signing a contract. But, and uh, it's so disruptive to the manager, the rest of the staff, the players, because it doesn't matter whether win three, lose three, it'll be as Harry signed this week. Yeah, the the whole that. thing would have just been farcical. 
Um, okay, we're going to talk about Newcastle Villa in a minute. Just quickly, the Harry Kane stats for his uh, Premier League with Tottenham: four hundred thirty-five appearances, two hundred eighty goals, three Golden Boots, and seven Player of the Month. I think a Premier League without Harry Kane is a poorer place to be. I really, really do. You're going to miss him. I am going to miss him. He was always in my fantasy Premier League, guaranteed. Him and Erling Haaland would have been a strike force to to reckon with this year. He'd have been in my Player of the Season at the end of the year, up top with Erling Haaland as well. But I, 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 the one thing I would leave it on: thirty goals in thirty games in a ter- in thirty-eight that, games in that, in that Spurs team. team. That's a bigger achievement than Haaland. I know Haaland was amazing, and he is amazing, but I can't get my hat, hat on that. 30 goals in 38. Some well, is Rich, Al- Rich Allison going to compete with that? He might get eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, right, Newcastle, Villa. Um, Watto, you can take this one away for me. Yeah. Um, you're from the Midlands, you know Villa, you know what they're expecting this season. Yeah. And this was, um, for me personally, a massive shock. Massive shock uh, for an Emery team who are as drilled as what I've come to um, see since he took over from Gerard, uh, amazing first day yeah. of the season. Um, certainly, Mings coming off after 30 minutes with what potentially could be a bad injury didn't help. But they played a crazy, crazy high line, mm. and Newcastle are so quick on transition. I mean, they blew them away. They might be one of the best counter-attacking teams I have seen in a in a long time. Yeah. But it's so naive, isn't it? I mean, I remember United went there sort of April, May, uh, March time last year, and we were off it. And they're on it. And, I mean, I, I so many people were writing Newcastle off and saying Villa are going to have a good season. I was like, I don't care. Villa might have a better season yeah. than Newcastle, but Newcastle at home... Yeah, St James. First, first game. Nah, you're just having a laugh. Incredible. But, the, yeah, crazy um, tactics, if you like, from what, what we, or I believe, is a real top, top manager for, for whatever reason he wanted them to be playing offside at the halfway line. Did, did you see the um, Tyrone Mings injury? Yeah. It looks a bad one. Yeah. It looks a bad end. They've had a few of those at the start of the season. They had yeah. one with the other guy, didn't they? That other centre back they bought last year. Was it Costa? Yeah, it Conza got done no. his yeah. Achilles, the first home match last no. year. Yeah. Bundia got injured. I don't know how bad, but he had a bad one in the in the week in training. Oh, so he weren't involved. Um, but but really, they looked well short yeah, on the day. It were like it were like Newcastle had already played three games because yeah. there were that much... Into the and you saw them in pre-season and said they're on it. I Villa. saw Villa in pre-season and they were the team that looked yeah. like they were on it. They were the ones that looked sharp and like they had played yeah. loads of games already. Yeah, sure. And I can't but believe they turned up to St James's Park and played that... No, that Martin is my save after save. I know he did, it, yeah. It, it was incredible. But I, if you think about the Newcastle team, like they've had some real astute signings, haven't they? Yeah. Like Tony Ole, Tonali. Tonali. Oh my God. Lovely, Eddie. What a footballer. Yeah. What a footballer. And ultimately, yeah, they're paying a lot of money for these guys. What were he, 50 million? Yeah. But he's, he's a Rolls Royce. He's probably already double your money. He's a guaranteed starter. If Man United buy a player for 50 million quid, you're not sure whether he's starting every no. week, are you? That's the difference. He's a yeah. guaranteed starter. And that is worth, that's why you pay the money for it. I love the contrast to what Eddie Howe does as well because we speak about people like Harvey Barnes, who obviously got a golden assist when he came on. And I, I wasn't big on that. And loads of people are like, saying, no, it's just a typical Eddie Howe signing. I expect Newcastle to buy Tenali's and these big names. Yeah. But Harvey Barnes. But that's typical of Dan Byrne and Trippier. It's what he does. But that midfield, I mean, I also like the way they do that. But then they go and get Tenali and everyone yeah, else goes. Ones around people it. go, oh, I wouldn't mind that. What did you think about Martinez? Do you think a, a yellow was fair? Um, 
Do you know what? This is. I think this might be something that might need to be looked at for the rule book a little bit. To, to it's quite. Do you think it was quite similar to Pope getting sent off last? Yeah, year? It's, 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 it's very similar to yeah, that. But it's the same actually. It's. Uh, I know. He, like uh, the, the reason why I got a yellow is because he's not the last man. There's a defender back there. Yeah, mm. but. If he once he gets past Martinez there, right, it's an almost guaranteed goal. Yeah. yeah. And the punishment is only a yellow card, basically. It's a free kick and a yellow card in a position where it's not going to threaten the goal. No. So I think this is something that might need to be looked at a little bit. I was buzzing it's a yellow card. I won't lie to you. And even I know I, Emmy Martinez was as well because he was smiling afterwards. No, he's thinking red. Oh, for sure Be- he is. Because the for modern sure. goalie plays so high now. Yeah. The only saving grace is that the goalies play so high. There's normally a covering defender, yeah. but obviously he's out wide on the side of the field. But you're dicing with death there. They, uh, he's buzzing. Like I say, he's laughing his head off afterwards because I do. I think I think they're going to look at this and some sort of rule change might come in there. I hope well, it does. If it's a goal scoring opportunity, it should be a red, shouldn't it? Um, Newcastle, where they're going to finish this season realistically? I'm going to say I'm going to put it out there, top three. I'm going to say top three, maybe even second. I Champions League's the problem. I didn't have them in just because of the Champions League. I thought I thought when they start in that competition, the Geordie fans are. Dim- he's not going to be able to change the team too, too much, much yeah. and I think that might affect them. But you know what momentum's like in football. If they can keep doing what they're doing, they might become an unstoppable force. Because certainly playing at home with them fans behind them, mm. it'll be an extra guy. But I think the Champions League might just. Be a step too far. So give me a give me a position. I'll say fifth. Ooh. I think I put them in at fifth, but they'll be there. That, that'll probably get them in the Champions League. Okay. Um, I just think if they can sign another two or three, two or three Harvey Barn sort of signings, squad players, team players, yeah, not Who's necessarily midfielder. Yeah, not going to play every Scott week. Scott McTominay. Not going to play every week, but if you've got a Harvey Barnes, uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott McTominay. Be good, be well, good if they're going to, if they are going to try and get in the Champions League again by finishing in the top four, they have to have. A good second eleven. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's exactly. going to be able to rotate. Yeah. Maguire, Scott McTominay. Just stop trying to flog Man United. Just they would be good. Nobody's going to buy them they off you. They would be good. They would be good. <laughs> just trying to raise funds. Um, right. We've got a new segment for you. Watto, take it away. Yes. This is it. New for this year, guys. A little uh, runoff between Mark and Ben. A one-hit wonder every show. I'm refereeing. Yeah. So. So you've got the question. I've got the question. Yeah. And uh, my ears are tuned in. All right, cool. One question. It's one question, Any one quiz. question only. One I, question I reckon, only. Honestly, I think that we need to expand this and do make like two or three of these. We've still got the quiz at the end, by the way, everybody. We've still got the football, the world-famous football filling quiz at the end. Um, it's just that now and then we're just going to throw random little questions in. We're going to have a little tally going throughout the whole season between me and Mark, and we'll see who's got it's the... another way for you to try and win something. Let's just see who's got the big brain. It's just yeah. to give Ben another chance. Yeah. And, he, he's looking. And, he can and see I, that. He, he can cannot see, see this. My question... Picked out by my own hand Liar. from Jamie's. No, Jamie's given me the option of the question, right. and I've gone with what I think will be a challenger. Are we ready? Yeah. Which player appears twice in the top ten most expensive Englishman of all time? Good question. That's a very good question. Ooh, of all time. So we're not just living in the Premier League era now. Alan Shearer can't be there. You can't, you can't say names if you say names. I was talking names. about his the referee, referee, Ben. I was talking about his goal-scoring record. That's what I was talking about. Well, get control of the quiz then, would you? All-time English player, two top ten transfers. There we go. I'm going to go with... Fastest finger first, lads. It's a slow finger. It's yeah, a slow burner this today. This is a tough question. Slow this burner. Yeah, that's I'm going to exactly. go James Milner. No. James Milner? <laughs> what? What? Wait, who, who bought James Milner for a lot of money? Ben, think about the question. 
I'm going to count you down give from me the ten. Give me the question. Give me the question. See, don't that was a bloody question. Which player appears twice yeah. in the top ten most expensive Englishman of all time? James Milner's never been bought for big money. Yes, he has. No, he has not. Man City is accumulation. A Man City must have paid a bit of money. For no, they'd have paid about. All right, seven it's a bad mil. guess. It's, it's a, a bad really guess. bad guess. Yeah, but are you have more than one guess? No, no, no. He's no. Not. Uh, one answer. I've got we'll loads go of in. guesses. But I'm going to go um, Michael Owen. No, no. As about Raheem Sterling. Correct. Ah, it's a shame. You could have got that first time. Well done. It's a shame. That. But what a question, eh? A good, good quiz question. master, Anna. Good quiz master. You said James. <laughs> What did you say? Michael Owen. He's never tried... Where's he gone? Real Madrid. No, English. Newcastle. I suppose you can count that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on, guys. It's time. It's time. <laughs> look, look, it's time. It's a fail. It's a fail. Good quiz. Good question. It's a good question. It's we need question. to move on. <laughs> Arsenal Forest. Arsenal Forest. Boom. So um, what do you think? I didn't watch this game because we were actually on the coach to our, to our game because it was the early oh. kickoff on Saturday. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I've watched that. Well, pilot, actually, right? not really an early kickoff. Took uh, them half an hour to get fans in, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was, yeah, I know they did. Yeah, a lot of people outside still, weren't they? Mm. Um, by all accounts, I had a friend actually who went to the game, um, and he said, "You know what? For the first half, they were incredible. They were popping it around. They were flying. They were looking like a brand new energy." He said, "Even Kai Havertz was looking good." No, he said he was looking good. good, right? He said, second half, he said, "It's like they've just they've just decided to sit back." He said it was like it was like Arsenal of, of old old. They decided to sit back. Not Forest. It looked like that if they nicked a goal, it could, they could go on and get an equaliser. Thankfully, they didn't get the equaliser, but they got the goal that they wanted. Um, so he left a little bit, sort of like, yeah, good win, but meh. I was going to ask you guys about this actually, because in the Chelsea Liverpool game, you saw Salah coming off after seventy minutes, Rhys James coming off yeah. after seventy minutes, and I said that won't happen in October. You wouldn't do that. No. That's because it's the. And I think I think Arsenal were a bit like that in that game. Yeah. They're two 0 up. They know they've won the game, and I don't think they drop off like They're that in October. They're trying to um, And, you know, Forrest weren't in the game, and then that Alanga gets it on the uh, left-hand side. Oh, pace in, on and, and, and just Nitro yeah. away, and a brilliant cross. And then Arsenal were a little bit like... But they, I, didn't, I, I never felt Forrest were going to equalise. But we spoke about it last week. The managing of the players and why they're changing all these changes and making the changes because they've all been all the way around the planet. America. So if you would have had a pre-season closer to home they would have gone to Europe had a week ten days two weeks couple of games come home and had your games mm. they would have been more up to speed and they'd have had more minutes than them I think that they're not quite up to speed and obviously they think that they think that the game's dead at 2-0 yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. and they played really really well interesting for me watching the game back as in party playing right back yeah. and trying to um, replicate Kyle Walker yeah. uh, Kyle Walker at City yeah. in going into that midfield position I'm not quite sure they've got that bob on at the minute yeah. but it's an interesting tactic obviously um, Arteta looking at Guardiola and how City operate mm. it were always I thought going to be a comfortable win I think the streets ahead of Forest, but when you don't kill it Forrest will be really happy with that. It's a good result. You know, you know when you it leave, gives them momentum to go into the, the what, what is a massive game coming up for them on the Friday night. I think that um, they were good in the first half. Saka's goal was just fantastic, predictably fantastic. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he's on that left foot, and um, I just don't. I didn't like the balance of the midfield of Arsenal. I like. I thought Declan Rice had a really understated good game. Yeah. Odegaard's obviously very very good. But you, I wonder what he's going to do. You're right, Watto. They, they pulled Partey in because you're playing Forrest and their left winger was doubling up on Saka. So yeah. you don't need a right back. So he tooks in. But if you're going to play United in a couple of weeks or you're going to play Spurs, 
Partey can't tuck in because he can't leave Rashford, yeah. he can't leave Son. And I don't like the defensive cover of Rice, Odegaard and Havertz. I think they need Partey in there with Rice and Havertz needs to come out. But uh, it's, it's three points, isn't it? Yeah, well, you've I got th- to start with a win. I, th- I think when you're the first games of the season, right? I think it's a it's a good chance. Like I think for Arsenal, that was a dream first fixture, yeah. by the way, because if they're going to start to try and practice a new bit of a new formation, new tactics, new style of playing football. Pre-season friendlies, you can't replicate it. Because in pre-season friendlies, the pressure isn't on, all right? You haven't got that sort of... People aren't at you, are they? They're not really, really at you. Where in the first game of the season, you know that they're going to be. So if they can get over the line by playing a new tactics, Thomas Partey at right back, everybody, even on the coach on the way to Wrexham, are looking at going, what on earth is Thomas Partey doing there at right back? That's just bonkers, right? But they got over the line, so I think that is all that matters to Arsenal. And I think Mikel Arteta would be absolutely buzzing to have got over the line as well. It's interesting they spent £200 million, and I think... Um, and Ketier has scored 14 goals in his last 16 games at the Emirates or yeah. something like that. But he ain't the level. No. He ain't the level. No. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, well, Jesus is injured and he does get injured. And I watched that game at the Emirates where they played Man City and Enketia had three big chances. Yeah, yeah. This is more, they lose yeah, the game. Yeah. They spent all that money and I do just think they might, might, might have been better off just getting a prolific a big scorer. Yeah, they need a big I, I, I still think, think they always do. In the three weeks that's left. Yeah. Even though Nketiah has scored 14 in his last 16 games at, at home, they need the proven... A big boy. Even sure. even Gabby Jesus, and I love him to bits, I think he's a fantastic footballer, but the reason not why... Prolific, is he? But the reason why he was at Man City and didn't play so often is because he's not, not prolific. Then there's a reason killer, that Man City sell him, for example, sure. because they know exactly what he is, and he gets injured as well, so oh, you can't true. rely on him to be there all the time. They do, they need a big boy. If they have a big boy, they're a threat this season. Guaranteed. Um, quick shout out to uh, I want you for Forest, by the way. That's five Premier League games in a row he scored tonight. Mm. It's not a bad record, that. Um, right, Brighton, Luton. Um, I think we all predicted the Brighton win for this one. Um, the only disappointment was the Luton goal. Sort of ruined my clean sheet. Do you, who do you have? A stupid man. Yeah. He did all right, though. Yeah, everybody had him, by the way. Yeah. Every, would you have, he was at Watford with, when, I, when I signed about four years ago. He was, was, he was at Watford. He, he went on loan to some like, Spanish team, yeah? Went out on loan the next season, got sold for like 15 mil to this Spanish team, and then Brighton had bought him from there. He was a decent player as well. Everybody loved him at our place, by the way. God knows why we didn't play him. I had Estupinan, 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 Mitoma, and then the guy, the Pedro guy. Yeah, Ja. He was at Watford as well. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, he likes scoring against uh, yeah, Luton. Bright, Brighton look good, though, don't they? Brighton, I, I think, will carry on where they left off last yeah, season. Yeah, I think for Luton going there, like, on paper, they think, ah, oh, Brighton, it gives us a chance. Brighton are on a no different... Chance, no. a, a different That's a horrible fo- first game of the yeah, season. They're on a different footballing yeah. planet, and obviously two late goals for them. But, I mean, Brighton could have had God knows how many. Um, but we all know it's going to be a long, tough season for Luton, but they're a little bit too open, I think. Yeah, well, I think with Luton, it's uh, all I'd say to Luton fans is, I think you're going to get relegated. Um, but look at what Forrest did. Yeah. There are 19 goal, 19 games at home, which is 57 points. Yeah. If you can get anywhere near 30 and a couple of away wins, you probably stay up. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, Brighton have sc- Pedro scored that penalty. Good player to get on your FPL. Yeah. And they've now scored seven out of seven penalties. Uh, Joao Pedro, right? I'm going to give you a little bit of a lowdown of what Joao Pedro is as a striker. Okay. Um, 
He is very fast, very technical. He's got that Brazilian flair, and he's also got that a Brazilian sort of bite as well. He's got a little dirty in him. He really has got this little dirty where he don't mind getting involved, getting stuck in, sort of leaving his boot in there a little bit. Um, I think he'll do well for them this season. I think it's a clever signing. They've got good options. I like Danny Welbeck, yeah. good, honest striker. Exactly. You've got this Pedro guy, you've got the young Ferguson as well. Yeah, as well, um, Pedro's only young as well, you know. I think yeah. as well, only 21, 22. They've got, uh, they've got some good options. Uh, I, I would suppose the question is, where will Brighton finish? Uh, I think Luton will finish bottom. Sorry, Brighton. I think they're gonna. I think it's top ten. It it will be eight. Oh, how better than that? Eighth. Top. I'm, 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 gonna, top I'm gonna go seventh. Yeah, but there. what what do you think in terms of no Casado? Well, do you think it's gonna have any bearing on this? Do you know what it does? Well, no Casado. First and foremost, silence is deafening. The silence is deafening. Nothing coming out of the club about what's happening about him. If he's not in the match day squad on a Saturday, he's going somewhere, yeah? He is signing for another team. Either he said, I'm not playing in the game because if I get injured, I won't be able to get my move. Or the club have gone, this is 110 well, million yeah. quid this. I, I think there's a bit of both <laughs> This there. is 110 million quid this. If he gets injured, that moves off, you know what I mean? That's it, a lot of money, it, that is. Is he worth that, is he? No, he's Nowhere not. Near. But, but it's it, hard it to is. get the true reflection because I think Luton are obviously below the level yeah. and Brighton are still... Got to get the balance with him missing and who you play and where you play and that. So it's a strange one in terms of trying to pick where they are going to finish. But I just think the footballing philosophy will keep going and keep going. Uh, and keep I, going. I, I wouldn't even worry about losing Kaiseido. I wouldn't. So I guarantee you they've got somebody already in there to James fill that Miller. They'll have some, <laughs> James. They've record got, signing. They've yeah. got some record Premier League <laughs> signing. Isn't yeah. it? Most money spent ever. Yeah. My God. How much did they pay for him? Free. Yeah, it would have been peanuts. It was back I was in the day. About when he went from Villa to Man City. Man City. That was when they were like first starting out and stuff. Yeah. Right, um, you didn't get it right anyway. Let's talk about um, Man City, the Friday night game. By the way, um, f- Friday night, first game of the season, the f- that was the, crap. The, the, it was not a great game, but the last team you want to be coming up against when you're a newly promoted team is Man City. So 3 0, honestly, 3 0 is not a bad result. No, but I, I would actually counter that. I'm thinking you, you want one of the big boys first day of the season because of what we've just said. They're going to make changes. All right, Man City's bench yeah. is, is worth more than your team, but. They've been all around the globe. They've lost you some could, big players. Yeah, you might just catch them. Yeah, it's good. Shout. But you didn't. You didn't. No, obviously, no, it's a good shout. But though. It's I a didn't. Really good I didn't shout, mind yeah. one of the big ones first up. I didn't want them three or four games in because no, then no. They're, they're up to speed and they're rolling. Yeah, and I think you have got a chance. It doesn't seem as though Man City have got too many weaknesses. But hey, look, I think three 0 the walk away and take it. You know what I mean? I, I think also Erling Haaland, the two finishes were just oh, doesn't matter God. whether you're Burnley or Barcelona. It was just. The second goal was brilliant. The first goal was brilliant. So, so, listen, that second goal was a great finish, right? It goes in off the crossbar, which always makes it look better, yeah? But the first goal, right, yeah? People don't haven't, probably won't notice this or recognise it or see it for what it is, right? But when, the, when they're about to whip that cross back, right, he is already smelling that ball, yeah? He, knows he, the, he that, can smell what the goal, Rodri's going right? to So he post. starts to make his move. He, you watch his feet, right? As soon as the ball's about to get, he gets quick step, and gets just in front of the defender, right? And I was speaking to one of our centre-backs, Ben Tozer, about it, and he said, I said, Toes, like, is there any way that you can defend that? Possibly. Is there any possible way you can defend it? He said, honestly, the only way you can is if you are guessing, Mm. if you try and guess that he's going to make that move. He said, obviously, you don't want your player getting in front of you, but when he's that quick, he says, you can't react in time, so you have to almost either be touching him or just guess that he's going to go there. He says, otherwise, it's undefendable. He's, the, he's too quick. He is. No, but he's quick here. He's too quick. And the finish as well, to sort his feet out, to get the shot off as well. 
Oh, I, I think he's without question. I mean, I know Lewandowski's still about, but I, I think at the moment he is the best penalty box striker without in the league. And I was talking about this on the weekend on one of my shows, and someone said, "No, he's more than that." And I was like, "Do you realise how big the penalty box is? Like, it's a big area oh to master. If you're God. the best penalty box striker in the world, you're doing well. You're the best striker you're in the, the world." We're talking about elite athletes, yeah. yeah. So even the defenders for Burnley are elite athletes. Mm. They are rapid. Nobody is slow in the Premier League anymore no. now. Yeah, nobody. And, and company, their manager has played at the top top level as a centre half, and yeah. he, he he's obviously <laughs> not worked with Ireland, but he knows what he's all about. They will have worked on that. Like you know, go and attach yourself onto him. That's that would have been. You, yeah. you, we spoke get about it before. Tight. Get touch Trying, tight. Get just touch tight. don't let him get on the move across no, you. No, no, but no. But this in his brain, and then the pace and the physicality he's got, it's virtually impossible. Oh, it's impossible. I've got a couple unbelievable Her- Erling Haaland stats for you, lads. Um, he has got the best touch to goal ratio in the Premier League. Every twenty-two touches Erling Haaland takes. One of them is a goal. Mm. Every twenty-two touches, one of them is a goal, and. That brace that he scored on Friday night is the tenth time that he scored two or more goals in a Premier League match, and he's played thirty. I think he's played thirty-seven Premier League matches so far in his whole career. The scary thing about City is, and we can't moan, is because you can't say City are going to win the league easy and then moan when they beat everybody easily. But what they've lost, Mares, Gundogan, Gundogan, and yeah. somebody else probably gone. De Bruyne looks like he's going to be out for yeah. a while, and it won't even touch the sides. No, it won't. They, it won't just, affect them. They've got. Kovacic looks like he's been there for years already. Yeah. Vardiel, yeah. Stones was out the other day. Vardiel's 21 years old, you know. Yes, and he's very good. He's 21 years old. They're just proper footballers, aren't they? It's ridiculous. They're drilled and they just play that way and everybody knows how they're going to play. But to stop it, that's a different... I wish Kyle Walker had gone. I, I know he's all about pace, but he's massive, massive for massive. them. They're just Rolls Royce in his I don't know why you would get rid of Kyle Walker. When I saw him getting linked to Sheffield United and to Bayern Munich, I'm thinking, no, I'm not selling him to anybody. No. Nobody no, can we, we, we just spoke. I think Guardiola is an unbelievable football coach, but he's a clever football manager. Yeah. He's not going to let Jules leave when he can win or want to win the Premier League and the Champions League, all with it again. He is the best in his position in the league, bar none. My concern with City this year is that actually no one will push them close like Arsenal, that, that, that it might be the year that they just have it batter by it. Christmas. Absolutely yeah. batter it. Because they just look so... Yeah, you got your Foden's, Grealish didn't even start, Bernardo Silva's still there, Aki, Akanji, Vardial, Stones, Diaz, it's just... Yeah, they're just the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that naughty stat that some of the some Sky researcher put on about um, the current Man City defenders and how much Man City has spent on them? It was like three hundred and fifty million or something like that of the current defenders, and then it put um, Burnley's total transfer spending for the whole of their lifetime is like two hundred million or something. But that's football, isn't it? And look, I thought Burnley did quite well, and I think if Burnley had Erling Haaland up front, it might not have been three 0 It might have been three two because they got into good positions, but. You know, that, that's life. There's a team that's got a load of money and there's Burnley. And well, right. well, Burnley are not getting judged on playing Man City, though. Do you reckon Burnley are going to get relegated? No, I think no they'll do well. Do you? Do you think that'll be good? I like that. Nice and positive, lads. Makes a change. Um, and Man City, <laughs> top four? <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on, I'll put they them might, in the top win it. four. You know what? They <laughs> might win it. They I'm might. Hot take. You're going to yeah, give us a hot, hot take, take on that Man one? Yeah. might win it. All right, um, let's go for a little bit of Monday night predictions. So we're filming this. It's Monday morning, by the way, everybody. Um, we are... Going to be watching the Manchester United Wolves match tonight. Is that Wolves, by the way, or at Man U? 
Man United. Man United. Man United. So it's at Old Trafford. Um, have a little talk about this, please, Mark. What are you expecting from the team? What do you think the result might be? I think it's very similar to the Arsenal game. I think it should be a very comfortable home win. Obviously, I think there'll be a lot of subs at 70 minutes again because United have been all over the world as well into to America. But Wolves, Gary O'Neill, I mean, Lopetegui did a really good job there pre-season all around him and then he walks away that's damaging they've lost a lot of players um i mean i think the if united are bad and wolves defend well maybe maybe they nick a point but i'm i'm, I'm thinking 3 4 nil. man man united should be Ooh. and that's what man united need to do and it's a good start we've got spurs next saturday so yeah and old trafford as well i'd be stunned if united don't win that and that's the sort of game they've got to be winning 3 or 4 nil. i think yeah, I agree. I think uh, Wolves as a hierarchical management of hierarchical, the hierarchical. Did you? Yeah, say then? It, it, it incredible. Were, it was poor, really. But the 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 way that they've done and they've run the club to let what I believe were a really good manager, top top manager, and for him to end up walking away. He's right. A to week. Go, though, yeah, for yeah. sure. They've not backed him. No. They've really said. Your hands are tied. What we're going to do this year? Yeah, and if I were a Wolves fan, I'd be really disappointed. But to get so that Gary O'Neill has one week to prepare mm. for Man United or a Premier League season, yeah. that's what we're talking yeah. about. He'll not be judged on the game at Man United for sure. I think he were really unlucky to lose his job at Bournemouth. So I think he's potentially an up-and-coming manager for sure. Yeah. But but to be thrown in again at the deep end in Wolves' situation, I think it'll be tough for him. If he could get anything out of this game, I think it'd be an incredible result. I only see a Man United win. I'm not sure uh, at the minute Man United will go on and roll teams three or four, um, but I, I think, just like we said with Arsenal, I think they have to win the game. I think it's the one of the best fixtures they could have hoped for now. Monday night at home, they've seen everybody else get started. Are we going to hit the ground running? For Man United signing Hoysland, and not being fit, because that would have been a good game for him to start yeah, with as yeah. well. You want your new signing, your new striker, yeah. you want him to get a couple of he goals. Because if he gets off the mark... Right oh, cooking. It's exactly yeah. what you need. Um, so give me a score prediction quick. I think they'll win 2-0. I think, I think, I think United are going to win, don't get me wrong. But I think if Wolves do score early somehow... And Gary Neal is pretty decent at sort of, you know, going, all right, lads, let's chill. Could make it for an interesting game at least, all right? Need a goal in the first half. Yeah, but I'm, I, I think it could be a, I could be a 3 0 here. And Rashford's in my dream team, so I could do with him scoring a few goals as well. Me too. Um, um, right, so uh, we've got a new segment for you as well. Another new segment, may as well. Um, round the World, lads. It's called the Round the World segment. We had a hot take from um, Rhino Legs Tom next to me this morning, and he has said that he is adamant that Jude Bellingham is going to win the Ballon d'Or within the next three years, and we even had a £20 bet on it as well. Um, watched his debut last night, uh, sorry, Saturday night against Atletico, and he looks unbelievable. He looks the real deal. Well, the one thing you'd say is watching the debut, he looks, for a, a guy who's 20 years of oh age... Oh, my gosh. Um, he looks as though he's played for Real Madrid all his life. Yeah. I mean... To go on that stage and play for that team and put that shirt on and do what he did. No fear. No fear. He's a Rolls Royce. He let, let's, Rolls Royce. Let, let's be having it. I think ultimately there is some phenomenal players in world football at the minute. So it's a bold statement to think he could win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. But let's have it right. At 20 years of age, he's got time on his side and looking so comfortable at that point, yeah. th there's a chance he can do it for sure. Okay. Yeah, he's got a great head on his shoulders. I mean, what, 103 million euros 
How how are people paying 110 for Casido? It doesn't make any bloody sense. Premier League, but uh, yeah, I think he's um, a lot. I said it when he was at Birmingham, 16 years of age, playing 30 games in the centre midfield in the Championship. There's something not right there, is there? There's a reason why they retire a shirt. Yeah, no, for sure. But if you if you think at 20 years of age, he's played 177 professional games already. Yeah, it's not bad, that is it? 177. He's been phenomenal everywhere he's been. England, oh, when he's with England, England well, he's the main man. But 177 games at 20, we're not talking about playing in the conference and Conference South where we've loaned you out to try and get a little bit of a feel whether you're going to be a footballer or you can come back and play championship football. All this is at the pinnacle and the top of the tree, you know what I mean? Okay, it's so phenomenal. are we agreeing with Tommy or not? Because I, I kind of laughed at him. Well, it's, the, the game's changing, isn't it? I mean, a lot of candidates are pissing off to Saudi Arabia to earn big money, aren't they? So, um, Mbappe's staying... I, I, look, I, I think he will win a Ballon d'Or and I think he'll deserve a Ballon d'Or. And logically, in the next three years, you've got the Euros for England, the World Cup. I'm going to go with Tom, yeah. Love you, Mark. Yeah, do you know what? I, I, I think like he's got potential to do it. It's it's whether it, it all comes together. What else it, is going on? Yeah, because if somebody, oh, if Haaland keeps scoring goals and Bappi does whatever, he's a Rolls Royce in midfield. But he's got to then be a real creator. He's got to be scoring goals. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, he's got to have everything in his favour where the other guys possibly don't need all that, you know what I mean? De Bruyne are putting it in the box. Yeah, for sure. All right, anyway, we've got the quiz in a minute. I think um, just probably to say that he's a, he's a lovely player, he's a lovely lad, and we're lucky to have him as an Englishman because um, we're proud of you, Jude. Well done, mate. OK, time for the quiz. Um, if you're wondering, by the way, what I'm wearing, um, this is the Earlswood Town FC um, away shirt. Foscast sponsored it. We had for a couple of years now. I'm proud to say I'm a patron for the football club. I don't even really know what that means, to be honest with you. But we really like the club. I've been to watch them a couple of times. Local to me, local to you, local to us all, actually. Um, yeah, so big shout out to Erswell Town FC. Keep smashing it, guys. Um, and don't forget, by the way, at the uh, end, if you want to click that link down below, get yourself over to the Football Filling Facebook page um, and you might be able to win yourself a pair of goalie gloves. Simple as that. Jamie, quiz time. You ready? We are ready. Lego. Fastest finger first. Question number one. First been... one of the season, lads. Yeah. No, yeah. There was one last week. No, that and didn't I count. This is official. For that that was a pre-season friendly. Yeah, <laughs> I told you, people don't really put it in in these friendlies. Yeah, no, we right? didn't put it in. We didn't put it, it in. Won. Me. By a long way. Yeah. Right, yeah. let's go. First one of the season, lads. All the best, yeah? Thanks, mate. Ready. Question number one. <clears throat> There's been three Dutch Premier League Golden Boot winners. Robin van, van Persie. No. Robin van Persie, van Nistelrooy, oh. and who was the other? Burkamp. No. Set, 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 set this down. Settle set down. There's. He's <laughs> there, always him. There has been. You always jump the gun and get in very early. There's been the three Dutch Premier League Golden Boot winners. Yeah. Robin van Persie. Yeah. Van Nistelrooy. Jimmy and Faye, Hasselbank. Come on, we only had him on the podcast, didn't we? A couple well, that's ago. cheating, then, isn't it? We only had him on the podcast. Cheating, Jamie. My boy, Jimmy. I'm oh, sorry. Already, we know that the quiz master's not as good. I said wait for that question a few weeks. Well, you know, it was a few oh, weeks. Oh my god, it was a few man. Right, here's a bonus question for you. Then it's, it's not a bonus question, but who did Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank leave Leeds to sign for? Leave Leeds to sign for. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Chelsea. Chelsea. No, Atletico Madrid. He went to Atletico Madrid for a year and then signed for Chelsea. I've never you're, rated him. It's just because he's been on your false You're getting you're inside information, away. mate. Inside information. Jamie, very poor question to start. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I might not be getting many answers, but I you think there might be anyway. a new quiz master. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, question two, Jay. Question number two. When Ronaldo left Manchester United in 2009-10 season, who took his shirt number? Um, I know it's one of two. Ooh. Michael Owen. Correct. I was going to say Michael Owen! <laughs> yeah, Michael Owen is the correct answer. Yeah, he's on it there. Okay, 1-1-0. One, one, Thanks, Jake. Can I show you Michael Owen? Question number three. Say it then. Who was... <laughs> Who was the first Brazilian to score more than 50 goals in the Premier League? Jesus. No. This is a bloody tough question, this one. I think I know who it is now. Who was the first Brazilian to score more than 50 goals in the Premier League? What? Yeah. Come on, countdown, Jamie. Do you judge? I do a countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Five, four. Firmino. Correct. Oh, that's a good shout. I was going to say Oscar. Come on. Firmino has uh, 82 oh, goals. Oh, yeah. definitely not saying Richarlison. Yeah. <laughs> Although he probably has got 50 now. Yeah, Firmino has 82 goals and Jesus is the only other Brazilian to have more than 50 and he has 69 goals. Like but Firmino got there first. Yeah, nice. Must be close. Well, well done, Joe. That's a better question, mate. Well done. <laughs> question number four. James Milner is the joint highest player to play in the most consecutive seasons in the Premier League, but who is the other player? Ashley Young. No. Jordan Henderson. No. It's one or two. Gareth Barry. No. So it's David James. No. Oh, fuck. It is Ryan Giggs. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. They have both played 22 consecutive seasons. 22? So, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Get fit. I'm not get fit. Blank top United straight away. Premier League, yes. It's okay, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. We like top flight. We I'm like fed up with this flight. Premier League shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Greaves, is, like, is he going to be in this goal? It's like marathon yeah, to cool. Snickers. It's the same fucking thing. Same thing, all right. Hey, put him out. Calm down. Sorry. We can edit that. Yeah. Okay. Just very passionate about it. Question five. What club did Tim Howard score against in 2012? No. No, it wasn't Stoke, was it? Who was it? Go on, carry on with the question. Which that club, it? what club did Tim Howard, the goalkeeper, score against in 2012? 2012, so he was playing for Everton. Yeah. So. Oh, I've got it, I know it, I know it. Why did I jump the gun? Well, because you're in Muppet. <sighs> I've got absolutely no um, idea. So I'm, I'm trying to think say, who the goalie I'm was. Say, I, know, I know the goalie was as well. Sunderland. No. <sighs> no idea. I'll give you the answer to this in a minute. I'll say Watford. No. Nope. No. Adam Bogdan in goal? Bol yes. Bolton. Correct. I just remember seeing Adam Bogdan's little face oh, just what? go, oh, it's a horrible I ca feeling. I can't remember that. Yeah. I, I, I can normally oh, pick, I, normally so pick, I, I remember um, Begovic getting done. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, not Begovic, um, the Southampton goal. Yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Polish guy. Yeah. Oh, no. No. Borup. 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 I remember yeah. him getting done. I remember you getting done. Yeah. There's a lot of questions about... Podcast guests and goalkeepers. Goalkeepers. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we, anyway, 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 anyway,
did Jody and Lescott first ever join? Wolves. Correct. <laughs> Three one nil. <laughs> He's on there. Should be a forfeit from thinking. I'm, I'm thinking about being the quiz master. <laughs> I reckon we've had that question before as well. And you've oh. had it before. Yeah. Yeah. Surely I, I, not. I, I, Surely. I just, I just followed his career closely. That's it. Uh, Another guest, is he? Should have got it then, Mark. Deja <laughs> vu. Yeah. I should have had it before. He should have won better. Should have got it. Should have got it. He joined in 2000 and left in 2006, making 212 appearances. Yeah, signed for Everton. Okay, Jordan question Westcott. number seven. In this game week, Harlan scored two goals in one game. But who was the only other player? There we go. Oh, it is Isaac. Oh, because somebody answers one and it's not you, it's a shite question. Yeah, you're off the mark, well done. Thank you, mate. Morto's been concentrating on the game week, it's good. Yeah, that's exactly, mate, exactly. Question eight, we have a career path question. <sighs> I have played for AC Milan, Dijon on loan, Dijon on loan, Dijon, <laughs> Lille on loan, Monaco on loan, St Etienne 2, permanent, St Etienne, Dortmund, Arsenal, Barcelona, Chelsea, Marseille. Aubameyang. Correct. <laughs> that's a big one, that is, by the way. That's just seen me over the you're, line. You're, you're reeling some names off there, mate. I'm getting lost in it. Oh. <laughs> that's when you build it up. You build oh, it up okay. to the, yeah. well, to the last. Fair play. fair play, yeah, fair play. Okay. You had a good pre-season, didn't you? Yeah. You were ready for the first match. Wait, you, you win already? I've won already, mate. Already. We've got two more questions. Come on, yeah. Should we just let these, the losers sit, like, sit. battle this out? <laughs> oh, let, let's see who the numpty is. Come on, crack on, lads. Don't be question giving it the big number one. number nine. Which goalkeeper won the Golden Glove three consecutive times between 2005 Petr and Czech. 2008? Czech is the it. incorrect answer. Oh. What? It is not Petr Czech. We were between when? Five 2005 and, and 2008. Oh, I know this. Three consecutive seasons. I know this. Well, I know it now. Five. Come on, what I? I know. I would have still gone with that. Go, go, I, would, I thought check. Because they, they, they were bloody brilliant, weren't they? The Mourinho. It was a season, it was probably a little bit later, really, the one they kept. They only let 15 or 18 goals. In. That was 04 05. Sure, sure. Countdown, what Five, four, three, two. Rainer. Are you sure he did? Van der Sar. Pepe Ren is the correct answer. No! <laughs> Pepe Are you sure he didn't win it? In I just thought because of Benitez no, at Liverpool. No. Very good. So he kept an overall of 57 clean sheets in the Premier League across those three I was trying to think who were the Liverpool ones. 57 clean those. sheets in three years. But yeah. Benitez won it. I never have been that, that block in there. Wow. I should win it with that, shouldn't I? I would have. Yeah. Oh. Bonus, bonus, bonus ball there. Anyway, go on. We've got the last question. Question number 10. When Arsenal won the Premier League in their invincible season, what was unique to their Premier League trophy they received? Gold. You'd wrapped in a Yorkie wrapper. Correct. I didn't even know this. Their Premier League trophy was gold for being unbeaten for the whole season. So biggest biggest scam in football, right? Because they drew 13 games. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, you're, you're, there's so many flags around the Emirates saying that they're invincibles. You've just ruined a myth. Yeah. Have you got a bee in your bonnet about this? Oh, they just go on about it. <laughs> no, look, in fairness, if we're talking about Arsenal, the 98 team won the double. It was better than the Invincible. I've always said that. Wrap it in a, a Yorkie wrapper. It's the same bloody thing. It's like the Premier League. Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> so it's the same thing. So it, it, is a female moth a myth? Yeah. 
Oh, boys, how much have you missed this? I love you lot. Well done, lads. Uh, well done, well, well, well done. done, well done. Uh, Jamie, brilliant questions today, mate. Yeah. I think they might have been your best ones yet, actually. Oh, thank oh, you. Um, thank you. won for the first I'll, time. I'll take the, I'll take the W. On Sorry. I'll, I'll, take the, it off I'll take the W for the very first game week, so it's one to me. Um, you'll catch up, though, lads, I'm sure. Never mind. Um, I, will. I will, definitely. But thank you, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We love doing this. Honestly, we've missed this so much. Don't forget about the gloves. Get yourself over to the Football Fill-In Facebook page. You can win them. And, boys, I will see you all next week. Well done, man. It's a football feeling.